episode of the Tiny House Travel Girl podcast. This is actually also the, the first try to record <laughs> this introduction. It might be like super obvious, but um, it's kind of tricky to record like properly when you're like on traveling and when you're also not alone in the room. And there are like three little monsters with you that um, all of a sudden pay like super much attention on what's going on outside or start hunting shadows or whatever because um, this episode is like brought to you like recorded for you um, not from my tiny house but from a tiny house um, like some friends of mine they live in Germany and so we would come over here so while I'm here um, and when you're listening to this podcast I might be back at my tiny place but uh, currently I'm at a friend's place um, and they had, uh, have, they have, like, let's say we always call it like the bee house because um, they are beekeepers and next to the house there are like the beehives and the garden with flowers and a really nice area to make like barbecues and it's, it's just a really, really nice place to go. It's in a small village, like a village I, I lived here for. Oh, let me think, I think like 10 years or so, but it's also like almost 15 years ago. So it's kind of strange to return to a place where you have lived as a teen and now you're back and you're almost 30. So we are at that place and um, I felt like, oh, this might be like one of the one of the few free evenings I have currently. So I should use it for recording. And I was pretty damn sure I had my proper like microphone in my back when I came from grass to my mom's place and I was like that that sure I have it in my back. I think I saw it at her place. But now that we are like at our like travel destination, uh, it's not there. So I'm just recording from my phone and I hope it will work out. And I also ho- hope that you will not be too disturbed because like, like you might hear some breathing and like some tail um, like waving. And here and there like some noises because obviously when you have two arms and two dogs one on the left and one on the right you are like kind of like obligated to pet them because yeah I'm in a in a tiny house and like on a on a mattress uh, what is the term for it like a, a pile of mattresses on the on the ground so we have like that like camp feeling and we will sleep tonight here so there is a third dog as well, but he's like super calm, which has mostly to do with the fact that he's a deaf. He's super old. Yeah, it might be he's barking later when he has to go out. So he's like, he he's barking and the only downside is like he's not hearing his own barking, so it can go on for a while. And I really hope that's not the case today because then I have to actually go for, for recording. But right now everybody is like 
snuggled in and nice and warm and toasty and um so what is this episode about i first like want to tell you what happened meanwhile but um this might come up in another episode because i think this focus today should be totally on some like artsy corporations i made on the last time and that helped to grow this podcast not like in a financial or whatever way but those people helped me a lot to like really for 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 my feeling enhance the quality of the podcast a lot because i want to like keep transparency like high i think it's just like when you work with people you mention them you tell other folks like hey these are awesome people i work with them check them out they are awesome they are gorgeous right now i i don't get sponsored or anything if you want to sponsor me awesome i will not make advertisements for random products i would never ever buy or i don't care at all about well actually my my podcast is like so super small that i actually don't think like someone wants to sponsor me but if so please let me know um but i think it's also like really like it's it's the way you do when you have corporations and when you use other people's material and stuff or they help you to make everything come together you should mention them so you might have noticed like already from the last episode um that i now have my own damn amazing um, introduction music and it's from a wonderful artist like musician uh her name is sharon uh she's from israel so she she's a part she's a member of an artist community i'm in i just went ahead and asked people hey you know there are a lot of musicians i need some music i think it would be really cool to have some introduction music has anyone some like basically left over some some seconds of music i i can use freely she replies like oh that that i like that idea okay would you like to write me something for you and i was like blown away i was like she wants to make my own music i will get my own intro song how how awesome is that and so we talked and we talked and we also figured out we both have a connection to alaska and fairbanks and that was like a super super cool moment and um when i first got like my own like my own tune i my eyes teared up a bit because i felt oh my gosh it's so so beautiful and it it feels so perfectly it fit it fits so perfectly so if you if you like my introduction music and it's also like the outro music please please um go and check out sharon and nut twins i will link her like downstairs in the show notes uh today like i feel i can basically do on a podcast with whatever i want like it can change from episode to episode and maybe i'll even use this night if everything goes well with the with the sound i will record another episode which is more about all the things that changed me in a while um well while the last recording and i actually also recorded something for you but um i don't want to tell you too much right now because today's focus is about i would like enter a drum roll right now and i'm like literally like close to like smash my fingers against the shelf and i think in my head and like life it would sound like really awesome but i think on the record it might sound like really awful it might hurt your ears so like please imagine a drum roll right now because um i think in the last in the last episode i asked you like hey you know if you want to be a guest in my tiny house i want to like become part of this podcast let me know 
So actually, like already, some people like contacted me, and then we were like, "Hey, that would be. I would really like to come over and see your space. Um, please tell me en en enough in advance so I can clean up for you. I'm a messy person. I'm sorry for that. Well, not really sorry, but um, I want to make you feel nice and like make you feel comfy in my place. So I might have to like just remove like the the laundry or whatever." So this introduction idea um, to make this podcast also more lively because it's always kind of more interesting when you have like conversation and it also helps me like to not cut out like an uh, every like every five seconds or so. So this kind of created the idea that it would be cool to invite people also from all over. That was Emma like breathing there. Ah, oh, she's sleeping. <laughs> so. Uh, I will include some pictures on my Patreon from like the setting because it's actually kind of cool and the puppies are like like really adorable. So they might disturb the record a bit, but I have a really snuggly feeling and <laughs> I'm sorry, but I rate that really high. It's really good for my self-care. So I thought about, yeah, like I meet wonderful artsy people and, and, and when I put out like the call for my music, I also was currently like fangirling um an artist really hard for like okay this person could could be a really really great one to make a logo design and i already had it like in my head and i already had like a, a rough sketch but i felt like yeah i could kind of do it myself but it's would but i'm not an artist like not in like a illustrator or whatever and so I felt like, yeah, you know, I can I can just scribble it and it will work out. I'm not a professional. But then I felt like well, if I know someone who is a professional and who would like do it for me, kind of like, so we, so we had some sort of trade. But I found it like so super awesome that um, Sawyer took the time to make this design a proper design, like make it an actually come together she did a wonderful job and if you if you listen to my podcast right now you should like maybe depending on where you're listening to it but there is a little logo like a really really sweet nice awesome one if, if you see it right now like the one with like the the, the headphones and um, a tiny house and mountains and zip, that one is made by Sawyer so I thought as a way to say thank you to her um, it would be really cool to kind of like invite her to my tiny house and have like an artist talk with her and show and introduce her to you because she's an awesome artist. She's a great illustrator and I really like love her stuff. I think you would might you might love her too. The only downside is that she's living like basically on the other side of the globe and it might be like really tricky and spendy to like bring bring her over to my place if if i would be like a really really rich person uh well i might not live in handy house then but um <laughs> just kidding i like my small place it keeps things really simple and i don't think it's a budget decision why people move to a tiny house i think a lot of tiny houses are like actually super expensive when you see like pictures on instagram and stuff and you feel and i feel like Damn, that place is really, really fancy. And you, you see like how many companies kind of got that tiny house vibe and are like starting to build tiny houses from scratch and like make a really like business out of it. 
so it has maybe nothing to do with um with money but with the the love of tiny house minimalism anyhow so if i would have the money i would totally be like okay come over have have a sleepover come to my place let's have a real discussion hey there's some noise out there so i would be like yeah come on come over like ha let's have a sleepover let's let's talk about art let's cook let's make really like let's have get a, a real connection because it's always so cool to meet people you have you had like an, an like digital connection but then you actually meet them and become it becomes physical <laughs> it sounds like really like a bad sexy thing no it it is not about physical interaction but like physical like meeting a person in person is is a real cool thing and um i'm really hoping that maybe one day it works out but for right now, we had to make it work differently. So we had to make it work differently. And I thought like, okay, I can come up with some questions myself. But there is also, but there is also like this great questionnaire. Like artist interview style thing by Angel Rosen. Who is also part of my like art community. I basically stole her idea and stole her questions with permission. I'm not sure if it's stealing when you ask first, but I think Angel did a wonderful job and she's like a super creative person herself and is currently doing a really cool art project. And so I will also link her below. So please also check her out. Like those people don't pay me to mention them here, but they are awesome. And you, if, if you have some time and you can even do it while you listen to my podcast. It should work that you click on the links and listen to my voice and check out the people I mentioned. So check out Angel as well. She made the the interview questions I'm using right now. And um, so thanks Angel for coming up with such cool questions. It would be would have been really nice to make it like more lively and directly uh, have a like Skype talk with Sawyer to to like have a real conversation because it gets more deep and gets more interesting. But uh, due to like my lack of time and also like <laughs> I think whenever I <laughs> whenever I read some of Sawyer's posts, posts um, it's like. So I'm, by the way, I'm using the, the artist name, like the, art, the full artist name is Sawyer Clark and I just go go for a short and um, she will introduce herself like properly in a few minutes or like in some minutes. This is like just my term I, I use right now. But whenever I read a post, it's like, hey, yeah, super artsy post. The next post is a complaint about the internet connection or a fight with the internet company. And um, I don't get like all of the content of her post because it's in French and my French is not that good. The translation Facebook offers you is often more vagueish, so my French is good enough to get the basic parts, but I, I, so I get a sense like, oh yeah, her internet is really, our internet company is like not the best. I'm not sure how, how if that is a common problem in Madagascar or not, but um, so I felt like it might be just easier for the both of us. Also quality wise, if I if I sent her the questions in advance, like per, via mail, and she she rec records it on her phone, and then uh, sends back my files, and I put it all together. So it's maybe like I hope it does not sound so pre-recorded, but it's actually pre-recorded, and I prefer to tell you right now so that you know. Okay. Why does it sound like that? Okay, she said she answered like the written questions, and I'm just 
trying to bring everything together and she was a really she did a really good job to like providing like a basic she said like question one repeated question and then she gave me the answer and she even like sent me like every like single file so it's like was like super easy to like kind of bring it all together so this is what you like what you love when you are um, receiving data and you, you feel the person who recorded is like actually caring that you don't have like a really hard time because it's just one big file and you have to like listen to it for like two hours because it's such a big file and figure out yourself how, how to make it work but she was super thoughtful and so thanks for making my life so much easy and I, I loved um all of the answers just for the like more in but just to keep it more like an interview style thing i will also um read the record uh, read the questions right now so i will read a question and then i will you will you will get the answer and so on and so forth so let's go with it so tell us a bit about yourself my name is Varsou. But my artist name is Sawyer Cloud. I'm an illustrator from Madagascar. I live in the capital and I am 25 years old. What kind of art do you make? Basically, I make digital illustration, but I'm also very comfortable with some traditional arts like watercolor painting. I like drawing and painting plants like cactuses and succulents plants and other kinds of cute and tiny plants. Actually, I have some some of them uh, at home on my window, just in front of my deck so, they, so that I can feel fresh all day. And it really inspires me. I really like cactus plants, actually. I'm very fond of it. I don't know why, but I really like it. I earn my life as a graphic artist. I make logos and character design on different creative platforms such as Guru.com or Feather. I used to be on Upwork too, but they decided to put me out because I wasn't successful enough, I guess. I hadn't enough clients. I I think it also has something to do with my uh, geo geographical position, as I'm living in a um, in a poor country, and which is not uh, really interesting for them, I guess. But my the best side of my job is when I collaborate with other creative people who needs uh, my illustrations. I'm currently working with some fashion brands. I design products like glasses or clothes in which I can use my drawings. I'm also an, an author. I write and illustrate children's books and comic books. I used to be a member of um, some collectives at my hometown. Finally, I'm also a filmmaker. I make uh, more exactly documentary movies. I had... Um, short training about future movie how to make documentaries and it is uh, something I, I would like to do also with my life making movies this is a little bit close to my uh, job as a comic artist also so it's not really something apart I mean
What kind of art do you really enjoy? It's difficult to say which kind of art I like the most because I enjoy everything about creation and freeing my soul. In a moment, I like going to some exhibitions. My best friend is a contemporary dancer, so I often attend his shows too. Sometimes I even collaborate with him on some creative projects where I have him dancing and me painting on a live scene or something like that. I also enjoy watching other illustrators work on the internet. I especially have a crush on every doodle design or any cute drawings like uh, in some animations like in The Amazing World of Gumball or any anything else. My eyes always detect very quickly every pastel color design. I really love pastel colors actually. Whenever whenever I see something with pastel colors, I'm always stuck. I'm always I'm always very how to say it. I really like it. What does being an artist mean to you? Being an artist means everything to me. I grew up in a very poor family. I'm still living in a difficult financial situation, actually. So I should be trying to find a stable job and convince myself that this is life. This is it. can never change. On the extent of that, I left my job, which was video making in a company, in a French company. So I left it to realize my childish dream of becoming a great artist, if I may say so. I made a lot of crazy decisions, but I don't regret any of them because I believe in that little girl's dream when she was throwing in the light of a candle because there wasn't electricity at home. Being an artist in a poor country is a gift to me. It's been able to see beauty inside a massive disaster. It's it's like a superpower and um I'll always be grateful for that. So yeah, being an artist is everything to me. It's my freedom. It's my happiness. Yeah, it it's everything I want to do with my life. And I, I don't think that I'll be happy without it. So it's worth all the sacrifices in the world because it's my whole life. It's my It's my whole dream. And I'm really happy to be able to live with it nowadays. I hope that when I have kids... Uh, they they will feel the same with their lives. How long have you been making art? As far as I remember, I've always been making drawings in my copybooks at school and on the walls at home when I was a kid. But I started to be professional, I think, five or six years ago when I made my first exhibition with other young Malagasy women artists around the theme of feminism in art. After that, I participated in some collective art events and started to work part-time as a freelance illustrator. At the beginning, I was doing shitty jobs with very low salaries on some platforms like Upwork, but it helped me buying art supplies and sometimes supporting my family, but it was not enough. Then I had few jobs. I worked in very different fields. I was a librarian, a teacher, then a video artist, and yeah, etc., etc. It took me five years before launching myself as a full-time illustrator. I had to teach myself about business and freelancing, etc. 
as there is no art school here in Madagascar, I thank the internet for educating me about art business. Every day I had to watch tutorials, uh, reading articles and following some online courses and it really helped a lot. I also downloaded uh, some book tools and everything that can be helpful in my career. Yeah, this is it. Actually, we don't we don't have any art school here, so it's a little bit difficult. It's it's not even an option as a career actually. But as I said, it's my dream and I had to, to figure it out. I had to find any solution. And when you believe, there is always a possibility. And yeah, that's it. That's what I did. Do you have a website, Patreon, Facebook or other? Yes, I have some art pages. I'm on ArtStation, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon. And I also have a blog. I used to be on Tumblr, but since... It gets less and less popular and it seems to be really complicated to use. So I stopped I stop using it and instead of that, I created a blog and it uh, works better. I will leave the links of all those pages in the description. Social media is really important for me as most of my clients find me there. I'm actually trying to optimize my Patreon account to get more patrons. Because for the moment, I have only like two patrons, which is great, which is great because I never thought I would get one. Patreon can really help me realizing some of my goals like traveling or buying some performance materials because I'm actually using weak materials and I would like to have a MacBook Pro and a Centic tablet, but um, I have none of them so yeah i think patreon can help a lot for that and it can also give me a better life condition i mean it 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 can be a source of money stable incomes and it it can be a kind of salary actually and it's i think it's it it can be something very very enough for everything i need so i need to optimize it it involves lots of work and actually working on it. What motivates you as an artist? When I look around me and think about everything I've come through, I remember the meaning of the person I am today. It's not always a happy and positive life, but I look, I I keep looking forward, not only for myself, but also for my family, because they still depend on me. My father never had the chance to accomplish his dreams. He wanted to become a famous writer, but he gave up on his dream because of financial financial situation and because of politics and everything everything from my country. I'm I'm really sorry. I'm it's it's something hard to talk about, so I'm actually very nervous, so I'm sorry if if, <laughs> if what I'm saying doesn't make sense. So I had to live a life I love because of my father, because I believe every person deserves to be happy. And I want to, to show him that I can walk a different path, um, because he always used to tell me that 
as we live in a poor country, we as we are a poor family, everything will never change, and all we have to, all all we can try is getting at least a stable job and working for the state or something like that that can a work that can guarantee at least a stable salary every month. But this is not the life I want to live. I want to, in in some ways, I want to to show him that things can be different. I also have a 14 years old nephew who wants to become a game artist or I don't know how to, to say that, someone who creates games, video games. And I do it all to have enough money so ca- so that I can also g- give him the opportunity to realize his dreams. I have to be an example for him because he needs me. It's not only about a girl realizing her dreams as an illustrator or getting free. It's about many people trying to believe and I'm here I'm here to help them to make a way because life was generous to me so it's my turn to to be generous this is at least what I believe how does your environment or traveling inspires you I don't physically travel a lot because I don't have the financial possibility but whenever I feel the need to escape I read books or walk around Antananarif, my city, is very crowded. There are lots of people around and the weather is really polluted. It's smoky and there are lots of noises. But it's inspiring. It's, it's very inspiring for some doodle ideas like drawing a bus filled with people. You have heads out because there's not enough space in the bus, for example. <laughs> Here you also have lots of different people's attitudes, which can be inspiring when you, when I create characters for, for my comic book projects, for example. There are many different themes from Malakasi Daily Lives that can be treated in arts, both happy and sad situations, like insecurity or politics. Yeah, there are many things we can do about Madagascar, actually. We have nowadays lots of foreign artists come here just to get inspirations for their project. Yeah, whenever whenever I'm talking with a stranger, they always tell me the same thing, like, yeah, um, your life is very move. How to say it? It's it's um it's not boring. There are always some there there is always something going on. That's the thing I can say I like about being in being Madagascar, and yeah, this is how my context inspires me. So the next question is about art communities because we, um, like actually Sawyer and I and also Sharon and Angel, we are part of like one art community who kind of like started as a fan group about a musician we all really like, but. For me, it, it evolved from that. So because it's now a, a, a bunch of creative people like exchanging on, on a lot of different levels. And it's not just like fan, fangirling, fanboying, like fan peopling about like the artist who brought us all together. But it's more about like creating that artist vibe and sharing our thoughts and inspire and help each other on a lot of levels so this is the background to the question that comes up now what do you love 
most about art communities like this one and any others you've been involved in. What I like about art communities is the human aspect in it. I found some of my best friends in art communities. Some of them became my clients, some are my patrons or own Patreon. But behind the professional aspect, it's more about friendship. Peter Gillette, for example, was my first patron on Patreon. I found it difficult to pronounce. My first patron on Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> he believed in me so much that he stayed on he stayed my Patreon until now, even if my page is not really optimized. We then became friends on Facebook too and started to exchange messages. We talk about art in, and life. I often write to him when I feel down. He doesn't only support me financially, but he's also very present to lift me up when I feel down. So this is the kind of human relationship I'm talking about. It's not just about giving money or pledging on your favorite artist. It's caring and staying humans. And this is what I like about art communities. And it's always amazing to find how talented some people can be. It's always good and inspiring to exchange with them. And it's it's always amazing, this amazing emotion you have when you collaborate together on on some creations. And this is what I like the most. I had the chance to work with different artists in my country and uh, from other countries too and it's amazing how how the differences can be how to say it it can it can bring something very meaningful to the creation itself and this is what i liked most any words of wisdom for those who feel unreal as an artist keep looking up because you're unique in every single way not every people dare to live their dreams, but you do. So never underestimate yourself or your art, because you are greater than you think. You're generous, you give a part of your soul in every single creation you make. You never know what will do to someone else. So I think it's, it's something very brave. If really, really, really you feel lost in your way and you don't know, you don't have anyone to talk to, you can also send me an email and I will try to help. This is a question I added myself because I thought this is a podcast about traveling. So it would be like really cool if you would get a feeling for like the origin of the artist. So this is a podcast about traveling. So would you like to tell people who are not so familiar with Madagascar why they should visit and what they could experience there like food-wise, um, what nature um, sites or culture would be like a really like okay would be like a, would be points to put it on a bucket list like okay okay instead of like going to this and that and that place I should go to Madagascar first. The only if, if I can only give one re reason to come here, I, I think that it is, it would be, we have labors, guys. <laughs> Isn't it enough as a motivation? Madagascar is the biggest island in the Indian Ocean. 
um, what makes us different is that we have a large variety of plants in different kind of places. Not like in every island you've ever known. It's like, imagine the United States as a nation. And yeah, it's like United States, but as a tropical island, if you know what I mean. You don't find the same landscape because every region is different and unique. You have Baobaba in the south. Baobaba, do you know the, do you know what is a Baobaba? It's a giant tree. It has the shapes of um it looks like a cactus but in a giant size and it's amazing, it's beautiful. So we have this in the south. We have vanilla in the north. I like vanilla. And we have large forests, different kind of forests in all the coasts. And traffics in the center. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, traffics and nasty people and bad smell in the in the capital. I think this is common to all capitals in the world. We have over 18... No, 18. We have over 80 ethnic groups with its specific cultures. Amazing people who are very proud of their heritages. And we eat rice at least three times a day. Three times a day, sorry. So, if you want to come here, get your stomach ready. Because you cannot support, you, you may not support eating so much rice in a day. <laughs> rice, rice for a snack, rice for lunch, rice for breakfast, and rice for dinner. Yeah, rice every day. Yeah, and we like it. <laughs> but don't worry, we have different ways to cook it, so it won't be that boring. So, and last but not least, um, do you have any additional comments, thoughts, and so on, relating to art? Um, let me think. I just want to thank Tiny House Traveling Girl for interviewing me. It was very fun. Actually, if I won't be, if, if I won't be honest with you guys, I've done it three times before. It's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was really nervous, actually, because I, I don't always have the occasion to talk in English. So it's been like three years I left university because I, I used to study English at university. So it's been three years now and it's not as simple to talk language again without practicing it every day. So, yeah, I'm really sorry if I made some uh, grammatical mistakes or anything or if my accent is really unbearable I'm really sorry guys but I'm doing my best so thank you really thank you for your podcast your tiny house so sweetie so cute and yeah I'm really happy to 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 have found the founder of this podcast uh, Nora thank you for thank you so much and I'm really proud for for making your logo and um uh, yeah, I. It was a discovery, a very sweet discovery. Sweet discovery. Sorry. What else? I am planning to publish books, and I also want to travel, see other countries, and I hope I'll find, I'll find a way to make it. And I, w I really want to travel, guys. Actually, yeah, out of my tiny house. I want to travel and see the world. Yeah, I hope one day I'll have enough money to do that. And I hope also I'll find grants or something 
allowing me to move because I want to move to another country. Yeah, I really like my country, guys, but I want to see the world and I want to, to find something else to help me being stronger in my country because it it's still difficult to to run a career as an as an artist here so I I'm planning to travel and to move and to meet other artists so so it's yeah it's my dream for the artist over there I encourage you to keep doing your art because it means a lot and stay humans guys stay humans be kind and the only religion that is worth is love it's universal and i think it should be taught in all religions love only matters thank you guys and see you soon don't forget to subscribe to my pages and yeah and send me some cute messages and yeah this is it okay i'm leaving i'm leaving you now because i must be boring <laughs> yeah goodbye so I hoped um, that you really, really enjoyed this artist interview. I thought it was a bit improvised, but I think it was super interesting. For me, for me personally, it was super interesting to get to know more about Sawyer. And also to get a better feeling about where she lives and how her place is because I actually um, kind of got fond of like experiencing like rooms like soundscapes <laughs> so <laughs> like just saying that and one of the dogs is like really like breathing and like, while sleeping wildly in the background and usually this would annoy me AF because it's kind of like not the nicest thing on to hear about like not the nicest thing not the, not the most pleasant thing for years but it's all like really good or for me person for for me it is really interesting to experience like places um not only with my eyes but all senses in my ears as well so i'm the weird person that sometimes just like closes her eyes and listens to a place so it's a, it's a really cool thing to do if you if you have not done that yet go it go for it and if you have a phone with your record then send it to me because i would like to collect soundscapes so um go to a place nearby you really like and like record just a minute or two um like a market or just your place you're gone i would really like to capture like soundscapes from all over the world and it would be like really cool and um so i want to get a feeling for places and um i was like uh, if you hear like some disruption right now or like some noises or like background thing it's it's that's just the way it is it's a podcast about traveling i'm actually traveling right now i'm in a tiny house so <laughs> i'm like 100 percent true to my podcast um but it's not the perfect studio setup i would love to have but I'm basically kind of okay with that. You know, how, how can you be mad when you have like three puppies lying all around you and they kind of like make you really calm and you know, they, they might like make noises once here and there, but it's really 
it's really not that bad, I think. It's good for your mental health. Pets are good for your mental health. I just listened to this um, German German audiobook uh, where we wrote and uh, it's from a German um, writer I loved as a, as a kid. So I went to like a, a live reading when I was younger and I fangirled super hard. So because this person, this writer is, is like really good and she wrote that book, it's called uh, Nero Colleone. Uh, and the writer is called um, Elke Heidenreich. So the book was about a cat, like a black cat, like Nero is because the cat is like black, except one of the paws is like white, like dipped in white color or so. And it's just like really gorgeous. It, it, is, it is super awesome to get the perspective of a cat. And I think like right now there are a lot of books in that type of style, like pets complaining about their their owners or like showing their perspective but she was like one of the first i think she was the first and by far only one i really read and enjoyed because it was like written in such a lovely way it's german so i think it might be published in other languages but um it's i read it in german and it is really great um so if you speak german go and check it out so the writer like Elke is also like really into like cats and so today she said like um I'll first go with a German line and then I'll translate it for you and Leben ohne Katzen ist doch sehr sinnlos which is alive without cats it's it's rather meaningless um so it's about like it's from the second part of the book like because she, I think she, the first part was published in the 90s and like maybe 10 years ago she published a second part. It is like the, the return of Nero Colleone and there is like a, a, a second title. There is still enough love because there is always enough love and I think I really like that. I don't want to spoil the story but it's really sweet. Yeah, so like there is a cat coming into this one character's life and it's about like yeah you, you could live without a cat but it would be like rather meaningless so why why and i feel like this is so much the character but it's also so much the the author like the writer like in in that moment because when you see her she she's like most and a lot of pictures she's she's with cats or animals so i would go farther and it's like say okay alive without pets is rather meaningless because pets are awesome I know that some people don't want to have their own pets and that, that's super cool. Not everybody is a pet person. I am and I won't tell you, like, no, get a pet, you must love pets. And I, I, I kind of prefer the furry ones. Like, I'm also cool with chicken and stuff, but, um, so we have chicken at home as well. But I, I prefer the furry ones, like cats and dogs. I'm kind of like stereotypical one, but if you prefer reptiles, spiders, fish whatever that oh if you have if you have a mini pig i'll be totally jealous i think i i kind of lost lost my red line here and i had like so good notes for for this episode but yeah uh the the basically is like you 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 might listen to my pets like in the background like twisting and turning to make him themselves more fun for and that's cool.
if 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 you want if you are recording your soundscape and there is like a cat mewing or a dog barking or a sheep sheeping <laughs> like making a sheep sound that's awesome that's cool i i would love to read to really collect soundscapes and um yeah there is an maybe i'll record it even later but i'm kind of tired i had a super long drive for like 10 hours um today um but i will record a new episode kind of soon because i have something already prepared for you and i will also maybe like record a song uh, a soundscape for you tomorrow when you hear like the birds singing outside because it's night right now and there is not so much to hear that might be interesting for you so yeah thanks for listening and uh i hope the the other quality is decent um i'll check it in yeah i'll check it now and see if i have to re-record some parts but i hope it will be all good because i'm actually getting sleepy and i think i'll just stop the record now and snuggle with my dogs and leave you with my wonderful ultra music made by Sharon. Awesome. So um, if if you, depending on the time you're listening to it, um, use 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 some minutes, an hour, two hours, two days to check out the lovely people I mentioned in this podcast because they are awesome. They are great artists. Some are Patreon and uh, some are just like trying to work as self-employed. So you might find them on like Bandcamp, Patreon and all other and like the basic sites and I will link them below. So if you want to support them that would be like really really cool because they kind of gave me their their creativity and their work not for free but as a gift. So it it would mean a lot to me if if you also appreciate what they contributed to this podcast and if you are poor af like i am most of the time just please go and like older pages and 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 send them a nice message uh tell them that nora loves them and that they are cool and that you also like them and and share their stuff because artists need your support even if you have no money it's like when you share their stuff and spread the word like actually another person who might be able to afford some art or uh, might might be get aware of this person be like okay i can support it that's cool and then you are you are the link to spread the word so sorry <laughs> oh i'm getting tired and there was like <laughs> a shadow outside and dog was like running around and i was like yeah now i feel like in a horror movie not in that cliche minimalistic hipster tiny house but in a horror movie like cabin in the woods awesome maybe i should really get of that yeah so before that please 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 like and check the artists they are awesome they don't need your support but they would love to have it so um please also if you if you like that podcast podcast please give me a heart not because i don't want to beg you for love or for attention but I then I get like more to then but I don't want to back for for your attention but I'm also like kind of interested in how many people actually listen to it and if I get some interaction with you I get like okay um 
you listen to it, you liked it, you disliked it. It's also like really cool if you if you're critical about it. If you give me feed there's a spider. Um so I'm I'm like super grateful for feedback. If you're like, no Nora, the recording was crap. I hated to hear your dogs all the time in the background. It was not comfy for me to listen. Please tell me. Please I want to make uh, this podcast like a uh, enjoyable thing for all of us. It's now featuring a really cool logo. I might actually print it for myself as a shirt. And if you would care for that, like having stickers or so, let me know. That would be cool. And um, of course, I, I will think about it. If you, if you really like to have a sticker with that design, um, let me know. Because then I can actually figure something out. If there is any money made. So I always have that deal. So... Um, my stuff is most of the time for free and um, I don't have money to offer. But if I would be like, get super rich, like, like, because like, you like my podcast so much that you will, let's, uh, let's phrase it differently. So I currently don't have to offer like any, like proper payment, but if people are like will to pay my for my stuff I think it's just fair to give involved people a fair share so if you would really like to have a sticker please let me know because then I might actually figure out how to best print them if they print them in color or like ordering a big batch from a company and um, then also Saya would get a, a share um, from these stickers and therefore you could support her and you could support me that would be really awesome. So I think that's a good that's a good close. Thank you for listening. Just wait.